Oh, folks. This is Ben Sholock, Chief Justice of the Supreme Court and host of I Learned Nothing, here with a brief word from our sponsor, Kurgis. Kurgis are handmade 100% wool felt slippers that are so insidiously comfortable they should be illegal. In fact, this level of comfort is basically a war crime, and I'd arrest the folks responsible myself, but since they're lovingly crafted by an all-women's art collective using a traditional method that's thousands of years old, they're out of my jurisdiction. So, lucky you. Not only that, but when you treat your feet to a pair of something sweet, you can save 15% off just by using our new promo code ILK, that's ILK, at checkout. And that goes for every purchase you make. So head on over to Kyrgyz.com, K-Y-R-G-I-E-S.com. And order yourself a nice pair of slippers and feel your conscience clean after you confess to a priest. Man, that feels good to get off my chest. The Mass has ended. Go in peace. International. Everyone, <laughs> welcome to the newest episode of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for idiots. My name is Pat Dean, the protector of Manor Road and the true heir to Princeton University. Joined, as always, by my what is this? What by my friend Ben? Yeah, I decided. Hold on, no, 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 no. <laughs> Wait a minute. I decided. You you usurped usurped my right to begin the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) So so badly. I was was so ready. I had a thing thing prepared, and you just fucking railroaded me. Dude, I planned this like two days ago. I was like, I'm going to do the intro instead of Ben. I just want to see what happened. And it was. Uh, All right. I'm. Uh, you know what? You know what happened. What? Ben doesn't like it. Yeah. Okay. Well, Ben is not. Ben is not okay with this weird. Well, it's you know Ben cha- change in creative route. Well, you know we're trying new things during this pandemic. You, you know? know. To be fair, to be fair, actually, you have every right to do that because I've been slacking. Holy shit, have I been slacking? Yeah. Well, uh, so what can so you do? yeah. <laughs> welcome, part. welcome to the, one of one of the few cor- coronavirus regular episodes. Hey, what's up? <laughs> there, I'm making I'm making it a special edition. We're gonna make it rarer and therefore more valuable. For oh, episode of these. Yeah, yeah that's kind of come tight. out so infrequently. <laughs> Which is funny because the one that people pay us for goes out every week, exactly on schedule. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, because, yeah, because so there's no pressure for this one. Look, if you want more (laughs) episodes. Because it's the bad one. It's the one that no one likes. We don't like this. Uh, Listeners don't like it. Um, No one likes it. My my. uh, uh, No, people have been people have been saying like, hey, when are the regular ones going to be coming out? And I'm like, "Uh, 
soon. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason for them not so- to. Sorry, every- sorry, everybody. We're just, uh, uh, yeah. well, look, if you want them to come out, give us some money. Folks, if you're listening to this podcast right now, thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, give, give us give more us, money. Give us money for the free one. <laughs> give me give me like 12 bucks and give Ben. Yeah, I think Ben should also get $12. Oh, but oh I have to give a this. shout out. We need to give a shout out to to, uh, to to our very good uh, friend and listener Adam Adam Cloutier. Hello, I Adam. think this is how you pronounce his last name. Uh, he he gave us each like twenty bucks, I think, the other day. He did, yeah, <laughs> for no reason. Very, that was very for no sweet. reason. Yeah, yeah, it was very nice. Yeah, it's very nice of him. I, I told him. I t- okay. I also told him that we'd shout him out before uh, during the Fred Durst uh, episodes. Oh no, and uh, I compo- completely forgot. So I'm sure. so sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. <laughs> he must have been so man. He must have been on pins and needles for the entire. First of all, so we did on our Patreon it's a three-part thing. So yeah. this is a sorry, four, Adam. This is a really, Adam. really just forgot. Really just forgot. No, no offense intended. No. I'm just an asshole shithead. Yes, I just forgot. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, I don't. Yeah, I wanted to. Contact... I, was, I was caught up. I was caught up in the in the talk of uh, Fred Durst. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to say thanks to him, but I didn't. Uh, I don't know how to contact him. So thanks, Adam. Thanks for your money. Sorry, Ben yeah. is well, such this is a one self-important way. shithead. Uh, but Ben forgot. It's not even self-important. I'm just, I'm just, I just forgot. Ben I, forgot, I and I never it. said thank you. I didn't you. mean it. So we're not very. <laughs> so don't give us any money. <laughs> yeah, that should be a lesson. Is don't, don't, don't give us any more personal money anymore. Just don't. Do <laughs> thank it. you very much. Don't do it. There's, there's but no. We will only disappoint you. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you know, what can you do? It's a lot. We've been through a lot. We've been through a lot. <laughs> we, we we really truly have. Uh, yeah. So uh, this is probably the worst way to uh, to to do to do a uh, an advertisement for it. But we do do a Patreon where every week <laughs> five bucks a month gets you a bonus episode where I teach. Usually, I teach Ben about some whatever random thing I like, and we did a three yeah. part episode about Fred Durst. <laughs> The it's three two part, and a half I didn't even know. hours long. It's the it was the it's our first three part episode. Like we not, talked not, about Fred like, Durst for so long. Yeah, yeah, for so long, and it wasn't like cause, like the, the Ethiopian thing was uh, was a planned three part episode, but each each episode yeah. or each part had its own thing, right? But this yeah. was just a straight through. We could not stop talking about Fred Durst, so we Once had to. You- chop it up into three yeah well ben as a wise man once said once you stop you just can't wait once you pop damn it i fucked up the same <laughs> fucked it up he fucked it up this show hey, sucks why didn't why don't we call the so first bad. part why don't we call the first part of <laughs> of the fred durst episode uh part the durst part dur- oh fuck <laughs> That would have been a better name. Instead, <laughs> instead we named it Durstmania. <laughs> it was you and me and our friend Jim S. And what's so funny, yeah. it's, it's like just three men. Like, we all have, like, college degrees. Men. And we're just talking about yeah. Fred Durst. We're in our mid-30s. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think Jim has, like, 12 degrees. He has, like, he's, he's a, an overeducated fool. He's a very overeducated fool. He's more overeducated than I am. And that's saying, and you literally went to and Princeton. And I went, literally went to Princeton. There's yeah. a place that I'm at. Although, I'm although now, heir. wait, now, now that you're the true heir I've of Princeton, decided which doesn't that mean I am anything. The true heir. Which is not, it's not true. Yeah, you've decided. So have a lot of insane people. Well, <laughs> so they don't have the platform of, I do. So do a lot of residents of lunatic asylums. Yes. <laughs> who claim that they're like the next Napoleon. Well, uh, 
I I would love to see like the the meeting a meeting of like all of the uh, <laughs> like the board of directors yeah. of, of Princeton just being like who is this who is this guy yeah he's the a- it's Patrick he's, well all right I guess <laughs> I'm Patrick that's what I say to them I walk I kick down the yeah. door and I go what's up guys I'm Patrick and I'm the true heir to the Princeton uh, fucking uh, wealth the trustee it's the, the, the trustees the Princeton that, fortune that's who they are. The Princeton Fortune, yeah, and the the Princeton trustees, they just they all of them all fucking like I don't know how many like maybe eighteen of them they they like all shrug their shoulders. Sure, like, why not? Oh. Like, yeah, he, he says, "Hey, who who am I to say right <laughs> that he's not?" And it's like you're you're a trustee, you know, you do know. Yeah, you're actually you're, sort of in the position have, to say no to that. That's pretty yeah, much you can say no. <laughs> it would be such a a complete and utter failure of their job description. If they just let me, yeah, it would be a complete and, and utter failure of their job description. <laughs> unbelievably so. Well, you know, Ben, the thing about yeah. it is that you never know until you try. Maybe it would work. I guess so. You know, I've I've had hair brain. I've, I've had more hair brain schemes succeed. Like the, that's one like of the, the hairiest, brainiest schemes I've ever heard. Like though, the time to take over a a university. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, a, rena- a renowned research university. <laughs> yeah, then you know. Well, I've, I've I do research every week for our Patreon, and they, I play banjo. They, 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 they discovered like particles there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not. Oh man, yeah, like, that's where Einstein lived for a little while, you know. Einstein, man. <laughs> well, you know, uh, do I see myself as a modern day Albert Einstein? No, but maybe. <laughs> Does anyone else? No. no. But I'm not taking it off the table. You know what I mean? If, if anyone out there wants to go ahead and view me as such, I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll welcome the – I invite anyone to think of either of us as, as – uh, Please. As Einstein. You know what? You can be Einstein. I'm going to take Niels Bohr. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to be the, the, yeah. the cousin that he couldn't stop having sex with. <laughs> I think I loved it. Man, he loved fucking his cousin. Well, that's what I was. I was He's, talking yeah. to Jay earlier about this, and I was saying that, like, you know, it's funny. You know, his name is Albert Einstein, but the A really stands for Arkansas. All Arkansas Einstein <laughs> loved fucking his cousins. Yeah, we called him Arkansas back in the day. I was saying Ar- that, like, it's so Arkansas, funny that, like, Arkansas Einstein. <laughs> when Einstein was on his was on his deathbed, uh, there's no way he was like, oh man, people are gonna know about all my all the fucking I did. But for some reason, we know about it. Like, why do we know about that? You know what I mean? Wait, it's like he, you, did you're, he say that on his no, no, no. I'm saying, bed? I'm saying it's not like it's not like he did that because it, it never even occurred to him that people, you know, 50 years. I don't, I don't remember what, when he died, but many decades after he died, people are talking well, about his sex he life. Was, he, Bizarre. He wasn't like a total coos hound, though. He wasn't like it's not like he he got strange all the time. No, he really just like felt he like fell in love with these Passionate women. women. Yeah, it was, yeah. It's not like he, passionately he wasn't and out. like one of which was his was his first cousin. Yeah, his cousin related by blood by literal uh, genetics. <laughs> which, as a scientist, you probably should have been like, I don't know about this. Yeah, he's a physicist though, not a biologist. Let me ask you this. Oh. All of his, all of his biologist friends were like, uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 you know, doing the, uh, doing that, <laughs> yeah, neck, that yeah, yeah, thing, like, uh, uh-uh. and he's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm a physicist, and they're like, dude, you don't even know, dude, you, you don't even you know, really have no idea. <laughs> uh, well, let me ask you, I'm this. a geneticist. Let me... I know that's a new, that's a new fucking science that just got discovered, yeah. but. <laughs> 
Are anyway, people yeah. cool with people banging their cousins or what? What's the deal? I don't know if they're cool. Cool because with it. <laughs> can't. But what do you mean? What do you mean by cool are people like? <laughs> are people weirded out by that still? I mean, yeah, they've always been kind of. I'm, so, if anything, it's been people are more weirded out by it now than they were back in the day. Back in the day, it was kind of normal. That's what I'm saying. Back, but I'm saying should, it was hella normal. Should back people in the day. be that weirded out? Because people used to do that all the time, and I, I don't. I, I think your kids so, come out normal, right? So yeah, yes and no. It's a it's a matter it's a matter of statistics. Oh, it's a no. matter of probability. Oh, it's one of those okay, then we it's should. one of those things. Okay. It's a, it's like it's one of it's like it's like you, you can you can live your entire life smoking from like age twenty to the day you die, and yeah. you will never get cancer. Some people like it, hap- it happens that way, but yeah. a, a lot of people end up getting cancer if you smoke that much. You know, it's the same thing with like cousin cousin fucking. Unfortunately, like you yeah. can you can fuck your cousin. You can fuck your cousin okay. from the from I'm just curious. From I the don't day know. you're from from the day you're legal until the day you die and you'll have all kinds of kids with that cousin. But like chances are some of the not all of those actually the vast majority of those kids will probably be fine. They'll probably wow. be normal. But you'll get like maybe like like ten kids that are really fucked up. <laughs> so that's why you shouldn't <laughs> you shouldn't fucking do that. Oh man, no! I uh... you, you okay, good, baby boy. Then that's that's good to know. I was just curious. I'm not, you know, I'm not I'm not making plans. You know. Uh oh, we've got a bit of a frozen thing going on. Benny, are you there? Oh no. Ben. Yeah. Hey, are you, are you there? Hey, sorry. Yeah, I, I think it, it just got fucked up. But that's okay. Are you okay. there? Um, you're, you're, you're glitching a lot. Hold on. I, you know what it was? Let me turn off my Wi-Fi. Am I still glitching? Now you're okay, but yeah, hold on. I changed I'm it. Turn, I, I'm I, turning I, off my Wi-Fi. On my phone, I mean. Oh, okay. I think what it was okay. is I was on the wrong, uh, I wasn't on the 5.0 web, uh, Wi-Fi, but I think we're, we're normal now. The, fi- the 5G thing? Yeah. Okay. So okay, cool. I guess... Okay, well, I'm glad you cleared that up for me because it kind of seemed like people used to do that a lot, and now people are like, I was wondering. People did it a lot. People did it a lot. I guess there weren't it as many like people totally, in the world. It was totally cool. There was sort of that, yeah, and then also it was like the, you didn't really get to know a lot of people, right? Because like people, you know, you don't you don't fly or drive a car or take trains as much back in the day. No. Like think about all the major modes of transportation that we have now started last. Uh, like at the beginning of the last century, like cars and planes were invented at the same time. Isn't that kind of weird? Oh yeah, I guess. Isn't that kind of strange? I ju- I just kind of realized that. Wow. Like car- cars and planes really t- took off. Pun intended. I get it. Um, uh, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> you look so disappointed. Well. <laughs> How am I supposed you to feel, Ben? So How am I supposed so to feel? Disappointed. <laughs> but okay. Anyway, but pl- planes, planes and cars only took off again. Pun intended. Um, <laughs> in, the, in the first decade of the 20th century. Wow. Um, which is very weird, and that really expanded our scope as humans. Like we could go anywhere. We could go anywhere. Yeah, we can. Once we w- once we got planes and cars, we can go any. We can go anywhere. It's over, now. baby. Yeah. <laughs> 
Isn't isn't that weird? Isn't that crazy? Um, yeah, it 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 is a little bit when you really there is there is not a single nook or cranny of no. <laughs> of this planet that we can't access. And if there is, we're gonna find it <laughs> and we're gonna ruin it. We're gonna, and we're gonna ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to uh, help whatever dictators on our side <laughs> in this little yeah. nook or cranny. <laughs> help them out. Um, real quick, I fa- um, fucking uh, Vic showed me this bizarre uh, web series. Uh, have you seen this thing called? I think it's called Ordinary Sausage. No. So it's on it's on YouTube dot, YouTube.com. and what it is uh-huh. is it's this guy uh, you never see. That's a that's a website. Yes. Uh, Ben's writing it down so so we can remember. Uh, <laughs> YouTube. Yeah, not with a U, com, like okay. not not the letter U, Y O U, as an uh, individual. Oh. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I probably have to erase what I wrote. Yeah, I probably should have said something. Uh, but basically, okay. it's this guy with a we- like. Hey, he, he, he kind of speaks like this a little bit, and he's like uh-huh. clearly someone's dad because you never see him, but you see like you can hear like children in the background sometimes, uh, and you can see like <laughs> pictures they've drawn. So like it's clearly someone's dad, and all he does is he just he has like a home sausage maker kit or whatever, and he just makes sausages out of like Big Macs and like sushi and like just eats them and he like, he'll grade them. From one to five. That's the whole show. It's like three minutes long. And it's just him being like, hey, so today we're going to go. We're we're, going to take a Big Mac and we're going to see what kind of sausage we can make from it. And it's like what 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 casing does he use for these? He uses his own case. Like. Is it but is it like like, you know, you know, traditional sausages, their their casing is like the the actual animal's intestine. I don't, I don't but know. But like if it's a Big Mac, like a Big Mac doesn't have intestines. No, no. It never did at any point. Uh, <laughs> Not at any point. I, I don't know. I, I think, I think it's just whatever regular default casing people probably use some, that's, that's artificial. Yeah, probably some kind of like, like a cellulose yeah. based thing or something. It yeah, is yeah, sure. weirdly right. hypnotic. Like, cause it's the worst idea that I've heard for a show, but it is very interesting because the guy, Here's the thing. yeah, yeah, here's the thing. It sounds disgusting. Yeah, it should um, be, but but it's, it rules. but I kind I kind of want to try a Big Mac sauce. I want to. I want. I'm so shocked. Do, I never do tried not. It. I want to try it so bad. I'm gonna ask them to put like, on. Like I would. I would try it. I would try it, and I'd hate it. I'm sure I'd hate it. I'm gonna but call Ray Kroc or whatever his name was and be like, "Look, here's what you got to add to McDonald's," and he'll be like, "I've been dead for years," and I'll go, "Well, all right." <laughs> um, yeah, but like he made one out of sushi, and he took one bite out of it, and he was like, "No one should attempt this. It's really, it's horrible. Zero out of five. <laughs> but what's so funny about that? <laughs> it's like, why did you did it? You did it. Well, he made. <laughs> the sushi himself and it looked really good he did an amazing job and then he so he made the sushi so he so he ruined so you're just watching a man ruin sushi from scratch what you what you ended up watching yeah yeah you watched a man make sushi and then ruin it yep. and i was saying i was thinking to myself i was like damn i haven't had sushi in a minute and i was like this makes me want to eat sushi and then i saw him turn it into a sausage and i was like i don't think i'm ever gonna eat sushi <laughs> Like, I feel like this was ruined <laughs> so, an entire just genre of food for me. Yeah, I don't eat Italian anymore. I had a bad experience with a YouTube video. It's like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, truly bizarre. Yeah. Uh, but but check it out. It's, it's very interesting. Uh, there's like there's hardly any production value to it. Like, it doesn't look shitty, but it, like there's no logo. I don't think it's just a man making sausage. Out of out of. It's amazing. Right. I was saying to Vic, I was like, this guy, if, if his kids are like in middle school, I bet they just get ragged on all the fucking time. 
oh, there goes, th- there goes, you know, there goes Ralph. His his dad makes sausages on the internet, and he has a dumb voice. Yeah, everyone's and gonna make fun of that. He makes them out of things that that no sausage should ever be made out of. He says the same thing every single time. Like so, like he'll like he'll go, all right, gonna put a little bit of olive oil on, and like I put it on the pan, and then he'll just then like it's it's cut. It's edited so that like it's 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 very quick w- when he actually like sautés them or whatever. But every time before he puts those goddamn sausages but on, so he goes he goes. Oh, well, he this sautés lo- the sausage or puts them in like a like a, like a, like a like a pan or something. And so um, he puts them in the frying pan. And but every time before he does it, he always goes like, oh, "This looks hot enough," and puts them on every single time. This looks like it's hot. You could feel it. Just put your hand above it. I do it all the time. <laughs> it's unbelievably weird, but I kind of feel like, weird. but I feel like someone else should have done this by now. Like UT was has been around for so long that there should have already been a big show about. I'm sure there is. I bet there is someone. It's just this yeah, guy. But this, this is guy a big popped dog. off at this time. He's, no, I'm saying. I know. I'm saying that the. Okay, hold on, Pat. I got to do this because you you did kind of ruin the intro, so I have to. Oh no! <laughs> I feel like I brought I a new to perspective the impo- the, to the intro. You you did bring a new perspective, but let me do this real quick. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode one hundred and thirty-two of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy yeah. podcast for idiots. Yeah, I didn't know what the episode number was. <laughs> it was a really bad episode. intro. <laughs> it was. I don't it know that. I don't know the episode in. number or the topic. <laughs> and I'm introducing the show. <laughs> what is the topic? We haven't even tried to. The topic is okay. So today we're talking about a, a man. We're talking about a man. All right. Okay. Finally, we're we're back on track. Yeah, finally, okay. <laughs> a man on a, a, a male we're talk- philosopher. We're talking about an English man. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about a guy who, I'm. You know how, <laughs> for the past one hundred and thirty-one episodes, I have like kind of held this really ephemeral uh, and unfounded hope that maybe you'll <laughs> actually like one of the topics. Yeah. And it just never comes up. I'm hoping again. Your, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my hopes up again. You only have yourself maybe, to blame. That maybe you'll like this guy. Okay. I think you might like this guy. You probably won't. Judging from the past 131 episodes, Man, you probably won't. We should have somebody. But I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that you do. <laughs> we should have somebody go through the episodes and find all the topics that I actually enjoyed. Because I've, I think I've liked. I've liked probably about. You've enjoyed 10? some of them. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah. A couple. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that would be great. If someone could go through the catalog yes. and, like, find the ones that Pat kind of likes. For all the nothing okay. heads out there. For all the nothing heads out there. Uh, your reward is uh, – we'll, we'll give you a reward. We don't know what it is right now because we haven't thought that far ahead. You know what? If you <laughs> – if someone out there does it and it's accurate, I, I'll send you an edible arrangement. <laughs> okay. It's fruit with chocolate on it. I'll send you that. Yeah. My friend sent me right. my, my friend uh, sent me one and uh, I said, thank you. And she said she was like, yeah, someone gave it to her uh, like after she had uh, her kid or something. And at her first thought was like, oh, this is kind of lame. And then she ended up liking it so much. She ordered herself another one. It's like, Jesus Christ, Lyd. But yeah, <clears throat> Lydia, if you're listening, that and that's hilarious. But good Lord. What edible? So, wait, she got one as a gift, and when she, she gave enjoyed it so much. She loved it so much that she ordered herself another one. Yeah, 
which is something also edible arrangements. I, I I know what they are, and they're they're almost overwhelmingly given as gifts. No one ever orders them for themselves for a nice really. afternoon. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's always for someone. It's a gift. It's a gift business. You could make it at home for like <laughs> eight bucks. Just get some chocolate and melt it, and put it on top of some strawberries and some pineapple. And it's de- for, I mean, it's delicious. It's really good. You know, it's fruit and chocolate. How could you fuck that up? But uh, just do it at home. Next time, later. Well, I guess she had a, a, a screaming yeah. newborn, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that that might come in handy. All right, so let me just finish this. So, who are we talking about today? We're know. talking about the uh, the hero the hero of common sense. Okay, Pat Dean. <laughs> no, uh, we're talking about hmm. G. E. Moore. We're talking about a, a guy named G. E. Moore. Oh yeah, he okay? used to be the uh, guitar player uh, for Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, I love that guy. He makes weird faces when he plays. <laughs> G. E. Moore in the Cambridge <laughs> Live Band. Do they? Uh, um, I don't think they do that anymore on SNL. Do they? That they say? Uh, no, not really. The, the band G- no, not... name. The band leader's name. Hold on. I also learned this recently. Uh, G. E. Smith, who's, who's who you are joking about. G. E. Smith yes. and the Saturday Night Live Band. He he was was he not married to Gilda Radner? If not married to Gilda Radner, yeah. yeah. Like like was with her until I, I think until like she died. Uh no right? no the, uh, early no, uh, no oh. they they were married for a few oh no no years, no Gene yeah. Wilder Gene Wilder married her after yes. that okay yeah. yeah 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 that's right oh that's right yeah Gene Wilder and fucking Gilda Radner. Well, do you, what, a, well, what a comedy power couple! What a thrill! <laughs> uh, well, one thing is, yeah, they, 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 yeah, they're the only people who made a sex tape, and it was fucking hilarious. Uh, but no, anyway, uh, fucking, uh, they're, always, <laughs> they're just riffing while they're doing it. Uh, well, wait, so so Gene Wilder, the, the funny, the funniest sex tape funniest in people, all of yeah. Hollywood history. Well, so they, so, so Gene Wilder like died a few years ago, and I remember everybody was like, "Well, yeah. he's together with with Gilda Radner, finally in heaven." But like he's his, he like remarried someone, and she was very, I think, very much alive when uh, when he died. So it's just kind of weird, to, like for her. I'm sure it was weird for her Ooh. to be like, well, Ouch. you know, Gene Wilder died, but don't worry, it's with the one he really loved in heaven. And she's just like, what? <laughs> but wait a minute. Yeah, I didn't know that at yeah. all. That hurts. Yeah, that's that hurt me. Well, I mean, she was. I, I don't <laughs> think she was a, a, a famous lady or nothing. I think she was just some. I think she was one of those regular types. Oh, well, then fuck yeah. her. <laughs> then who cares? Yeah. So who gives a fuck? Um, <laughs> okay, so hold on. Okay. So, G, so we're talking about G.E. Smith. So we're talking about G.E. Smith. No, we're talking about G.E. Moore and the Saturday Night Live band. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is this no, fucking G, guy's deal? No, Okay, G. E. Moore. G. E. Moore is he was a distinguished fellow. What at uh, Cambridge University? Cambridge. He is no Princeton. I'll tell you that. Ca- much. Yeah. No, it's not. It's it's much better than Princeton. Oh. Cambridge is much, 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 much better than than Princeton. I take it back. <laughs> Princeton. Princeton might as well be in the gutter compared to Cambridge University. Well, I gotta be honest. Cambridge is. Crazy. Then I got. Do you know who Cambridge produced? Do you know who Cambridge produced? Uh, Monty Python. They produced Isaac. No, Monty Python, Isaac Newton, uh, <laughs> um, Stephen Hawking, yeah. uh, the 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 triumvirate of 
analytic philosophy, which we'll talk about in this episode. Great. The triumvirate of analytic philosophy is, which sounds so fucking tight, doesn't it? It does sound Um, very impressive. I got to be honest. (laughs) It definitely impresses. They had these like. It definitely impresses me. This claw hammer banjo player from Virginia, from the backwoods of Virginia. AKA that, that's kind of that, that's kind of charming in its way. Yeah. Well, I just it's funny to to tell people that I'm a banjo player from Virginia because like I am, but like not really. Well, especially if you say claw claw hammer. Claw hammer banjo. Claw hammer Claw hammer is one of the coolest things I've ever heard. It is. It's a very <laughs> cool name for a very silly way to play an instrument. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it makes me think that you're like an orc who who can like manipulate a fucking battle axe really well. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's not. It's just it's just a way to play the banjo. Yeah, it's just a very very old way to play a banjo. It's a it's a self accompanying it's self accompaniment essentially is what it is. And it's back when you just lived in the mountains by yourself and you made your own banjo, so you're forced to play this way. And now you don't have to, but yeah. people still do. It's pretty fun. It's hard to learn. Yeah, because it's called because it's called claw, claw hammer. hammer. Some people call claw it, hammer. Yeah. Well, there's a Ben. There's a there's there's a, a big uh, argument in the uh, uh, in the traditional music community, uh, the old time community rather, where you call it claw hammer or you call it frailing, and some people have different definitions of each. But guess what? You're playing an archaic uh, type of music that no one cares about except me. So who gives a fuck? Shut up. Well. No, I, I mean I care about it because I, I just heard the two terms claw claw hammer and frailing. frailing. And I can tell you right away I can tell you right away without knowing anything yeah. anything about this music. Uh-huh. Frailing frailing sucks. Well, frailing uh, <laughs> from what I've been able to You know why you know why it sucks? Why? <laughs> because it sounds like it sucks. Yeah. Well there's no there's also no blunt force uh, implied in the in the name. Uh, well, I think yeah. frailing is is from what I've been able to figure out, the, the the accepted definition of frailing these days is when you you only use your thumb on the uh, the short string. But uh, yeah, see that sucks. Yeah, I know. Well, as you know, Ben, there's no, there's no that means. And Ben, you know this. I apologize. I'm not saying this to educate you. I'm saying this to educate the listeners that if there's no drop thumb involved, Ben's not into it. You know what I mean? Clawhammer allows you, you to do right some, now. some drop thumb. Also, anyone listening, if you want to learn banjo, I'll te- <laughs> give me some. I'll teach you banjo. I haven't worked in a long time, so let me know because <laughs> I can, I can teach you. I played at Carnegie Hall. He, oh yeah, you literally. Have. I've technically played <laughs> Carnegie Hall. I I keep forgetting that. <laughs> I forget it too. I'm then sorry. every once in a while, I'm sorry that I do. I, I, yeah, and then you remind me too, and I, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Yep. You literally played at Carnegie There's Hall. There's two ways to get into <laughs> Carnegie Hall, Ben: practice, 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 or uh, be a within a reasonable distance and play uh, in your in your high school band. Th- those are the those are the two yeah. ways. <laughs> oh, are you like a okay. five hour so, bus trip away? Sure, you can play Carnegie Hall. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, big okay. ass upright bass. So, I don't know how to play. This is kind of weird. You know what's kind of weird uh, is that I, when I played Carnegie, Ben, back when I played Carnegie Hall uh, in high school. Uh, <laughs> Wait, did you play? Did you play upright bass? Yeah. There? So what happened was I played electric bass <laughs> in in the high school jazz lab. But by senior year, nobody was in the the jazz lab except like me and fucking stupid Colin Nayrod and like Steve Turner and all you know you know the the, the Langley legends, the Langley high school yeah. legends. Nayrod. And so. Um, 
there weren't enough people to play. So instead of playing jazz, I had to play with like the the concert band or like the wind ensemble or whatever. And you can't play bass guitar with that. So he just gave me an upright <laughs> bass, an instrument I don't know how to play. So I had to play uh-huh. Carnegie Hall. <laughs> and I can I can read music, so I, I know like the rhythms. So I just pretended like I was playing and I wasn't. I was faking my way through Carnegie Hall. And I think my band director knew because he just didn't bother miking me. And like the upright bass is not the oh. loudest instrument in the world. So Yeah, I can't believe I didn't tell you. That that that's where I saw I saw my aunt yeah, I, I saw my aunt there. Yeah. That, what's funny is that like I actually played the upright bass when I was in yeah I know that grade. which is funny because in seventh grade you were just a you know a little little tiny thing I was a little I was a little tiny yeah. thing and this thing was way bigger than me. upright bass is fun I can play it better now as an adult like I've I've, fig- I've not figured it out but at least I can approximate it so back then I made no effort to learn it or actually play it. It's funny, like I have this image of you coming into Carnegie Hall with your with your electric bass yeah, or whatever. Yeah, ready to go. Uh, and then and then they go like in that Simpsons episode. They go, um, "We mostly know classical music." Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys know and Insane in the play, Brain? In the, yeah, yeah, and you guys try to play Insane in the Brain. Why not? Yeah. Uh, um, no, okay. but I did wear a suit. That's, Concert that's black. Hilarious. All right. One time in 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 the jazz band, we uh, so they we had a this has to be the last, the last one. one. This is the we last had a, one. We had a new we had a new student who was a guitarist and he was really good. Uh, but what happened was our teacher had told us like wear wear concert black when we you know perform, and so you know one night we had how is how how is that not someone's rap name at this concert point? black concert I black don't sounds know. so cool. Yeah, that is kind of interesting. But uh, that sounds really cool. But anyway, go I ahead. don't know why there was a very good reason why this happened. And I, I can't tell you. Uh, I, I don't remember exactly why, but we, we were performing in the high school audit, in, in the high school theater that we had. And we we get there to play. And this fucking guitar player was wearing the exact opposite color scheme than we were. Because when the guy said, when he said, con- I remember why, because when he said concert black, he wore a black shirt and instead of like a white tuxedo, essentially. And so he wore a black shirt and a white and white jacket and white pants. And we wore a black white pants, jacket, black jacket, white shirt. Yeah, it was so funny. He felt he was humiliated and I could not stop laughing. It ruled. Well, that's fucking stupid. Well, that's fucking stupid because it's like, what, what do you what do you mean? What do you think he means? Uh, sorry, I'm so mad about sure. this. I'm so angry. Well, what do you think? What do you think the guy meant by concert black? I don't I mean, it doesn't I don't mean know. that your outer your outer coating shouldn't be white. Well, I mean, I don't remember what the guy was. Is the this guy was, retarded? No, like, what I don't. The fuck? Uh, I don't remember what his name was, but he only went to school for like one year there. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> Maybe he was so humiliated by that they ran. He, he left. Town. He probably went back out into the woods. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> Jazz. It'll get you. <laughs> That's what I say. Them, 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 them white girls. They'll get you. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, they will. Fucking shit. All right. So G. E. Moore. Yes. <laughs> Uh, he was the most English person of all time. All right. Oh, no. Uh, he was born. He was born on November fourth, eighteen seventy-three. Remember, remember, the fourth of November is what they say. 
Sure, that's probably what his mom said. No. Well, it's the uh, 5th of November. That's Guy Fawkes Day. It's where they uh, burn an effigy right. of this but this man. But this guy, this guy was born on the 4th, so he so just, safe. Woof, just missed it. Okay, that was close. Yeah, he's safe. Uh, oh. Died on the, uh, the 24th of October, 1958, in Cambridge. This guy uh, ne- almost never left England. <laughs> that, it's so small. <laughs> he left small. England. He left England for like a second during uh, World War Two because uh, some friends of his were like <laughs> some friends of his took him to the United States because they thought that uh, he was too frail to endure the rationing that was going on. Oh, my God. Uh, in England during during the, uh, uh, you know, during the war. Um, I mean, but that's really weird to hear. I mean, I get yeah. it, but that he just was already because he, he's old as fuck. Like fifty eight, so like oh, yeah, uh, he was eighty four when he died. So uh, fifty eight, oh, so, so then forty eight, okay, seventy four. Yeah. He was like seventy or something. Yeah, he was seventy. God, like, the first time the he left his home country, he was seventy. In England, like I said, is a small yeah. little place. I feel like I feel like you get bored. It's a tiny little place. You'd be like, well, what what should I do now? Let's go to Scotland. All right, and you go to Scotland. You're like, well, all right. Uh, yeah, he now? actually went to Scotland Did at he? one point. Yeah, and he's like, uh, well, what now? Yeah. So, here, okay, so here's a little context. Um, <clears throat> a little bit about his life. Uh, he was uh, born George Edward Moore, and he hated his first and last, first and uh, middle well, name. Well, that is, a, he hated that is George. I mean, there's nothing wrong with those it's, names, but put together, it's horrible. There's nothing wrong with either George of those names. George Ed- Edward. Yeah. So he hated them so much that he never, ever, 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 ever <laughs> published anything with those names. Oh, really? He always went. He always went as G. E. Moore. G. E. Moore. Always G. E. Moore. And his wife yeah. called him Bill. What is happening here? <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is like his wife called him Bill. This is several realities, <laughs> like colliding and starting and like. It's like a composite of all the different uh, dimensions. That's so fucking weird. Yeah, Bill. Yeah, so he never he never wanted to hear George Edward in his life okay. ever. Well, hey, uh, I mean, it sounds like it. He was raised. Call me Bill. I don't want you. Get, I don't want you to get even close to George Edward. Yeah, call me yeah. Bill. I don't. I don't want. Yeah, not even close to George Edward. Call me Bill. There's no evidence of him being called William. In any fucking legal document whatsoever. You know, it's so funny when that happens. There's no reason. He he obviously it was it was probably during sex. He was like, "Call me Bill." Oh no! Like, but your name, but your name's not George. But your name's George Edward. And he's like, "Call me fucking Bill." In this bed, it's Bill. <laughs> this is Bill's bed. That's what he said. <laughs> Hop in, honey. It's Bill's bed tonight. Uh, that fucking blows, dude. That is uh, well, it's weird people do that where it's like. It's it's like you like you'll you'll talk to somebody and you know them as like hey you know my name's Andrew and you're like cool and then like years into like knowing this person like they'd be like hey you I, I, like you'll, you'll see their paycheck and it's like Anthony Jones and you're like that's not even how did you get Andrew out yeah of that? it's not even close like it's bizarre yeah, like, that what, happens what are you doing? like I just prefer that <sighs> fuck off some people hate their names. Some people fucking hate their names. That's gotta Isn't suck, that weird? man. Because I feel like because <laughs> it, it does have it does have to suck. A it wasn't bit. your choice. It's your first name. Was a- yeah. absolutely not your choice. It's nobody's. It's nobody's choice. No. <laughs> Ex- except would you, me. Would you change your name? No. No. Well, no. Honestly, would you change your name to Pat from Patrick? From Patrick, would you change it to anything else? No. You know why? No. 
I mean, because my name's why? fucking Patrick. It's not a big deal. It's a normal name. <laughs> it's a perfectly fine, adequate name. Ben seems well, fine hold on. too. That's so. That's we the, have th- very the thing is like names. I'm not gonna change. I, I have. It's an adequate name. I'm not. I'm fine. I'm fine with Benjamin. Sure. I like Benjamin. It's fine. Benjamin's a nice name. I don't. I don't. I. I could think of better names, but I like Benjamin. It's fine. Uh, I'd, I'd never like insist on my wife calling me like you know Hector. Phil, <laughs> Rector. Yeah, you should start going by like, <laughs> like obviously Latin names. That would rule so hard. My name is Antonio. <laughs> Antonio Cholock. Yeah, or Spider. 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 Call me Spider. <laughs> Why do they call you Spider? I just love spiders. Oh, I just like spiders. <laughs> I'm a spider expert. Sp- I got a yeah. PhD way. I got a PhD fucking D way. One time, Spider Hernandez. One time when I, when I was at uh, when I was with uh, Junebug and I was at his uh, ancestral uh, home back in El Paso, uh, uh-huh. I would he told me that he did Shakespeare or, or like drama club in high school. And I I would always I'd always do an impression of him doing Shakespeare, and then his and to get I don't I I don't know if it was to get back at me or what he made me do the impression to his mother, uh, and I was like I'm really sorry about this. Oh, that was def that was definitely to get back at you. You want to hear the impression? Yeah, that was yeah. There you go. Of course. <laughs> Alas, poor Yorick, I knew that fucker well. <laughs> my impression of our friend Juan doing uh, Shakespeare. Junebug. Can you imagine that to guy? To be or not to be? That is the question, Wade. What's nobler, way? <laughs> Suffering slings and arrows, puto. Okay. That's how we talk. So, it's no big deal. It's just how we speak. It's just how we talk. It's no big deal. All right. So. All right. Let's talk about G.E. Moore. G.E. Moore. Uh, first of all, he died in a fucking nursing home. Yikes. <laughs> at 84. Um. But uh, he had one of the most interesting lives, I think, of most philosophers of the 20th century. Uh, He was, like I said earlier, part of this triumvirate uh, of analytic philosophy. This is something that I think we probably have to do an episode about eventually, the the, uh, distinction or the difference between analytic philosophy and continental philosophy. Analytic philosophy are people like uh, G.E. Moore, Bertrand Russell, Ludwig Wittgenstein, my boy. Yeah. Um, Your main man. Right. Versus con- my main man versus continental philosophy, which is uh, people like uh, Jacques Derrida, uh, Michel Foucault, mostly French. A lot of these guys are French, but also um, uh, Heidegger is a member of this. The existentialists like, sorry, you're fucking shaking your I head like, you know, that, what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> uh, French philosophy, at what, not at, my uh, bag. You know? Well, okay, so th- this is very English philosophy. This is extremely, extremely English philosophy. Nice. Okay, is, it, is um, it about like the proper uh, fork to use <laughs> during summer? I mean, I mean, a little bit, a little bit. So one of these things that one of the things that happened a lot was uh, they would have. So uh, you have to kind of imagine a lot of the shit as sort of like Hogwarts. Like okay. they they would have like these different. So like Trinity College, Cambridge. Uh, is where these three philosophers, uh, Bertrand Russell, uh, Ludwig Wittgenstein, and G.E. Moore, they they sort of held court there, okay? Um, And it's called Trinity College, Cambridge. So it's Cambridge University, and 
Cambridge University, like Oxford too, a lot of English universities are like this. They have um, they have colleges within them. What? So there's like King's College, there's Trinity College, oh, there's I didn't know this that. college, there's that college. Yeah. They have this sort of weird system. It's very unlike their what's going on in the United over States. There are so weird, like like their their political system. Very strange. And their education. Very strange. And it's also why why do they just say hospital and not the hospital? It fuck. It's so annoying. Uh, yeah, they don't, yeah. You go to hospital. You go. You go on. You don't go on vacation. You go on holiday. Yeah. Right. Uh, or you don't take a vacation. You go on holiday. Yeah. You're not taking a holiday. You go on holiday. It's weird. It's just because they're weird. They're weird. They're weird elves. They're very strange. Yeah. Uh, I can always tell when a British writer is uh, writing something. Uh, I can tell because they will. And I don't know why this doesn't get caught in the editing process, but in, they, they, they say the word <laughs> bit a lot. Like, I like the bit where they came out with the lions or whatever. And, like, no one in America uh-huh. says that. No one. Except for comedians. Well, yeah, but that that's a diff that's entirely different meaning and context. But it's like uh but people will say like uh I liked the bit where he did this or that's my favorite bit. And it's like, what? It's annoying. Oh, you mean like the section? Yeah, we don't talk the, like the that. Section we say, yeah, that. like the section or like the thing or whatever. It's Well annoying. here's the thing, I kinda like that. I kinda like that though. I kind of like the bit because there are bits. Right. Like, I'm I not like saying it doesn't make sense. I'm just that. saying that we don't use, you know, we didn't use slang like that. You know, here's the thing that I hate the most. What? Maths. Yeah. That, maths. Yeah. When they say maths Aluminium. instead of math, it's math. OK. OK. Listen, England. <laughs> hey. hey, listen, England. A bunch of turkeys. It's it's math. Yeah. It's not maths. Knock right? the ass Stop. out or I'll knock you out. And so we'll Stop. Bend. Stop doing that. Stop doing it. I know it's I know it's based off of mathematics, right? So it's like technically plural. So call it math. It's math, bitch. Instead of math. It's math. It's annoying. Oh yeah, it's math. It's annoying. Oh yeah. well math. So England, okay. I know you're listening to this. If you don't cut the shit, <laughs> Ben and I are gonna come over and kick some ass. All right, we're, we're gonna, gonna kick, kick some, some ass, limey right? ass. Are you kidding me? You know how proud my mother would be if I went over to England and she started fighting everyone. <laughs> Your Irish mother, yeah, how, how, she would be so proud. Yeah, I mean, she'd be like, it's, not for a second would she be like, you shouldn't have done that. She'd be like, just, great, just b- banging that dumb fucking Irish drum yep, or whatever. The what is it called? The boron. <laughs> the boron. Yeah. Uh, then my culture is As we're traveling to fight England, we're listening to an American band. Nothing about it makes sense. And then probably halfway shipping off to Boston. Halfway on the flight, we'll be like, "Man, we probably should have done it." Yeah, because we're because we're on an because we're on an airplane. It takes so long, and we're on it. We're like, "Man, we didn't plan this very well." Because first of all, we're gonna take over an entire. Even if we were like good at fighting, which. I am assuming we're not. I don't know. We're not. It's been so we're long not. since I've been in a fight, so I have to imagine I'm not very good at it. Uh, so we have to take on an entire nation with our fists, and and we can't do that. So I guess as soon as we arrive, we just, I don't know, go sightseeing or something. I guess so, There's yeah. an old tower yeah, where they used done to kicking ass. hurt people. Oh. It's yeah. everything in England. There's a lot of cool ravens there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the Baltimore comes out of me. I'm like ravens. Oh, oh no, um, yeah, yeah. I, I want to <laughs> see the tower that's got all the ravens in it. I want to see that tower that's got all them ravens. I, you know, back home in, in okay. Baltimore, uh, the ravens are actually. Yeah, you just explain to everybody, and they're just like, "Why is his voice?" Yeah, like that? they're like, 
<laughs> hey, I need some like, Elk Bay English, on, on, on my fish and chips. They just got done kicking the asses of all of all males here in this country. Give me a point of of all, of, uh, of Natty Bow. Okay, listen. So we got to talk about right. this guy. So when when this guy goes, G Moore goes to Cambridge. He um he kind of comes under the tutelage of this one philosopher who's like sort of the hot shit at the time. This is like eighteen ninety five, eighteen ninety six. That man's like name, that. Jesus Christ. No, no, his name is uh, McTaggart. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess it wasn't. I, I actually, I didn't write down his first name, but I his was, name is McTaggart. I was trying to be a this cool, guy... uh, like, uh, like youth group guy who goes, you know, once upon a time there was this guy, and he <laughs> blah blah blah, and he hung out with with outcasts and prostitutes, and people said he was crazy. You want to know what his name is? And every time it's happened, I'm like in my head, I'm like, it's probably Jesus Christ. And he goes, Jesus Christ, like it's gonna blow our minds. Whoa! I, I thought, I, I thought for a second when you said outcast, I, I I didn't hear you say outcasts. Oh, right? the band. So I thought you said, I thought you for a second you said he hung out with outcast and prostitutes. Oh, that would and I'm that like, would be so tight. Well, That's what they should well, yeah, that would be so. <laughs> well, there is there is that famous quote from the Bible. It's him and I, Aquem and I, Jesus Christ. I believe he. Uh, Heroes eventually die. Yeah. Horoscopes, Ben, often lie. That's another thing that Christ said. That's true. Also, they, they, there's a lot of theories about how, like, uh, you know, a lot of uh, 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 deific entities, yes. like Jesus Christ, uh, were were extraterrestrials, <laughs> right? So a lot of people think that uh, that Jesus was actually an ATL. <laughs> 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 Man, Outcast kicks so much ass. Every, a few times, like every okay. a few so, times a okay, year, I'll is, just sit this there. This is and his listen. first name. The guy, oh, McTaggart. What's his deal? McTaggart. So J J M E is is his first name. J M E McTaggart. These guys loved shortening their names to initials. This guy's name is John. <laughs> what the hell? M- Hold on, this is fucking bullshit. Oh, no. This guy's name is John. McTaggart Ellis McTaggart. What? So the M in J- in JME is actually McTaggart. His name is, <laughs> Which is also his, his middle is name also his last is his name. last name. <laughs> My name is Patrick <laughs> Dean Dean. How did everyone not just boo him at graduation where they say the person's so, <laughs> full name? Everyone just be like, "Fuck this." So honestly, some this this is this guy who like had been. Uh, he he'd been subscribing to this uh, idealistic philosophy that that a lot of like British intellectuals at the at the time had been they he's an older guy so they'd been like sort of learning from him cool. for a long time but but they kind of fucking hated it <laughs> for a while they were basically they were just like this guy this is fucking bullshit like and first, first of all look at his fucking stupid name John McTaggart Ellis McTaggart I mean, that's horrible look, that's his name <laughs> that's his name it's just a it's just, okay it's just a bad name why why did they allow that so, to happen this guy was an idealist he was a, a, a very notable british idealist who uh subscribed to the uh, philosophy of kant the philosophy of hegel okay and he also argued this very famous position which <laughs> which is what fucking bullshit and which like this is how ge moore got his like uh his like uh what's it called fame from 
uh, by arguing against this guy. Whoa. This guy argued against this guy argued against the reality of time. This guy said that time doesn't exist. You know, I, I always hear people say stuff about time, about the, the, the nature of time, be it linear or be it whatever. And I think there's a lot of stuff that we don't still, which is kind of weird to think about, that we still don't really understand about time. But I feel like we yeah. know it exists. It's there. Like, it's got to be there. I kind of get right? his point a little bit, like, on a uh, the level that he's talking. I think I get what he's trying to say in the sense that time could be an arbitrary thing. I mean, one year around the sun, why is that considered a year? Like, I, I, I kind of get where, or, or why is it a second, or why is it 60? Right. I get where he's coming from, but dude. But there's also, the, there's just the, in, the incontrovertible fact of events happening at one point, yeah. and then another set of events happening afterwards, and a, excuse me, a different sort of events happening beforehand, and you can sense the difference between each moment, right? Yeah, otherwise that everything would be simultaneously happening at all times. At once, which is meaningless, which sucks. becomes meaningless. I could have been. I, I, I could have okay, become so, famous. This, this guy... Refuting this? This guy, this, guy is, is arguing, this guy is arguing that time does not exist, okay? And now, here's the problem. This guy is, is taking his cue from these German philosophers... Uh-oh. And he's asserting himself. He's asserting himself as the like preeminent scholar of philosophy in England. And so, if you wanted to be a, a philosopher Which in England in <laughs> in the eighteen nineties, right? And you just you just fucking got accepted to Cambridge University. Right, which is a big deal. It's a really big deal because it's a it's the Princeton of, of fucking England. Uh, <laughs> you kind of you kind of have to like go lock and step with what this guy is saying. You kind of have to agree with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't like you can't like openly disagree with him because you're you're just some fucking eighteen year old shithead who like doesn't know any better and it's like I'm just trying to get my, you know, I'm trying to get my degree or whatever, right? But G.E. Moore is not satisfied with this. He goes he in and more. he's like he he. he he wants more. He you know? <laughs> he joins he joins uh, this group called the Apostles, which is uh, what? which is a, a group of like yeah the Apostles, which is a group of people who like uh, they talk about philosophy on their, in their spare time. Okay, and half of these guys are arguing about how much this guy is just a piece of shit. He's just like this is bullshit. Let me ask you this, or not really what? ask you this, more like make a statement. I fucking find it so unbelievably pretentious when a group of friends has a name for themselves. Like, oh, we're the, we're, we're the, the Algonquian Roundtable, and they, they call themselves, like, no, but people will call themselves stuff. The Rat Pack, you know, like people, well, they call them, they prefer to call themselves something else. I don't remember what, what. but um, when, when a group of friends has a name for themselves, I just think it's so lame. Now, now, well, now, now this it's, is it's lame. If, it's lame if it's self-applied. Yes. If it's self-applied, it's now lame. Yeah. Th- one. Uh, I I will say the one. Um, I guess uh, exception that proves the rule is uh, the Los Tigres de la Norte Austin, <laughs> the gang I was in with uh, with del with, del Norte yes. del Norte. It's you don't have to say de la. Oh, you know del is from the del. It, it, it kind of meshes into one word. So it's Del Norte. Okay, well, yeah. the Tigers of North Austin, that is a, a group of friends of some very <laughs> rough customers. Uh, this guy, 
the previously mentioned uh, June Bug was in it, Tony Bananas, and uh, uh, a, a, a guy known only as Pat Dean, me. I was in a group that we, and we named yeah, you ourselves. Have no ne- you have no nickname. We named ourselves. So that's the exception. Yeah, so you're just immediately, immediately fucking contradicting well, yourself. Well, we, we were tough guys, and we needed people to know. We needed to know who the yeah, fuck but, we uh, were. I know, but until you until you realize that I am, that's what I say to people. <laughs> until you real until you realize that 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 name was already taken by a gang, an actual gang, <laughs> and not three people who worked at Maggiano's in the domain. <laughs> like the worst. Like right. there's nothing so, intimidating about us. We're just like yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm it's like it's who, like you, uh, you know you me you me and James you me. You me and James should call each other the Latin Kings. We should be called the Latin Kings. That's, that, there's oh, no nice, way yeah. that'll go wrong. Me, you, and James. <laughs> well, Latin because the, the Latin Kings. Well, here's why: because you're of because, Latin descent. Because we all took Latin. Because we all took Latin at some yeah. point. And also that, yeah. <laughs> because well, because I was thinking I took Latin. You're of Latin descent, and James could pass for a lot of different things. So who's to say that he isn't? Okay, you've seen him. So, <laughs> I, I know I've seen him. I've seen him for for twenty those years. Big, He's one of my oldest sexy friends. Sexy eyes of his. Oof. Talk about talk about uh, uh, osos. Osos. Pat. Ojos. 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 Ojos are bears. Yeah. I would ca- I would call people at work oso baboso. <laughs> Just dumb bear. <laughs> Shut up, you friggin' oso baboso. No one liked it. Okay, we have to get we have to get through some more philosophy sure. here because we're we're fucking up. Yeah, um, this is this is imagine this is someone's so, first time listening. There's the, that unpleasant. I can't the, imagine. The I'm so we're sorry. Yelling at each other about who gets to intro the show. Then we're talking about <laughs> this nonsense. Okay, Pat, shut up. Damn. Hold on. Okay, let me let me get through this. I have to get okay. through this. <laughs> we're gonna get through. Okay, so look, so McTaggart, this, he's this guy who d- denied the possibility or the reality of time. He just. Such bullshit. So this guy, this guy argues against it. Okay, and then with this, uh, G. E. Moore slash Bill, he <laughs> becomes uh, this the, the champion, the champion, the champion of common sense philosophy. Okay, the hero of time. So he has these two, kind of the hero of time. He he, he has these two main uh, arguments. So I have to get through, through these two points. These are really important for this episode. Go. I need to teach you these two. Tell things, me okay? about them, Daddy. Uh, the main the main thing is that he he comes up with this thing called the naturalistic fallacy. Okay, and <laughs> that that has to do with ethics. Yeah. That has to do with ethics, um, where basically for two thousand years, basically in Western philosophy, uh, ethics has been trying to associate the idea of the good, right? What is good with something that is, uh, you know, natural to us. So that's either uh, pleasure or uh, duty or whatever, you know, um, or, you know, emotional well-being, blah, 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 whatever. Okay. He comes up with this with this argument against it, saying that, well, whatever we define as the good and we place it as the uh, on this pedestal as like, oh, it's whatever pleasure is or it's whatever duty is or it's whatever uh you know loyalty is or something whatever it is right as this natural phenomenon he says that that's not really ethics that's really kind of psychology no, when you get down to it it's basically just like it, he 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 takes his cue from hume's idea from david hume's idea of the is versus ought uh dichotomy 
which is like just because something is good or pleasurable or whatever doesn't mean that it, it, it's something we ought to strive for. Ben, I've been telling you okay. this for so, like, decades. <laughs> now, so let me ask you something. What do you think? Th- what do you think is good? Like, how do you define good? Um, <clears throat> I define good as something that is uh, of hmm, of benefit to something or someone. Also, okay. So, how do you it, define benefit? What is what is beneficial to someone? What is beneficial to someone? Nourishment and love. Nourishment and love? Yeah, so that you say it. that's good? I would say those are... T- so why is that good? Well, because nourishment keeps you alive physically, and love keeps you alive emotionally. Okay. Why is it good to be alive or to stay it's alive? It's not good to be alive sometimes. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around. Um, it's uh, <laughs> I said that, and Ben and I just stared at each other, both expressionless. No one knew what to do. <laughs> uh, why is it good to be so, alive? Because when you're alive, you can experience uh, pleasure, and you can experience uh, good things, such as camaraderie with your friends and bonds with your family. Okay. okay. Bitch. Okay, listen, you're, you're probably going to see where I'm going with this, but I don't why is that good? What, why is that good? Why is that good? Because it feels good to love. Because it feels good. Why does it feel good? Why is feeling good good? See, this is this is, is why good? this is why I don't good? like this show. Because you just said to me, "Why is feeling good good?" And I want to reach through the computer monitor and set okay, you no, on fire. But I know, I know. And one day I, I know. Will. But there's a serious there's a serious question here. What? There's a serious question here. Why is it? Why why are we you calling feeling good good? Is that good? Is that the good? Is that what's righteous? Is that what's ethically right? Well, I guess feeling good. No, not always. Because I can list, I can list you, I can list you a thousand examples sure. of where feeling good is probably not good. Yeah. Well, you've committed most of you those, know what I mean. Those actions. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I'm not totally certain how to answer your question. So, so then, yeah. So then, yeah. Exactly. So that's the point. Oh, so then, what? So then, how do you define good? If good is not just. Okay, here's feeling then. good because because you can I can think of there's so many examples. Well, here's this. I can I can think of thousands right away where feeling good is not good. Here's here's how I define <laughs> you know here what I are mean? things that are good. Um, your mom, your mother, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> what else? Your mom. Uh, a, <laughs> your a mom, dude. <laughs> in the fall, a rocking body. That's pretty much it. Okay, your mom. So here's the thing. Here's what here's what G. E. Moore is pointing out. He's pointing out that these are examples of things that are good. They do not define goodness. They don't define how how those things are good. Why are those things good? Because feeling good is not a good is not a good reason for why something is good. Uh, duty like loving your mother yes. is not a good example. I consider of, of something that my is good. Duty. It's good. It, it's good. It's good for some reason. <laughs> yeah. But he's saying, he's saying we don't. His ultimate argument is basically saying that we don't really ever will ever know what makes something good. It's sort of like what you say a lot of times when you cite the Supreme Court about pornography. 
I know it when I see it. Yeah. Like something is good. You, you, you can tell, like, it's not that we're, it's not that we don't have this intuition that like something is good. Like when something is, is pleasurable, not, not even pleasurable, but when, when we can, we can kind of sense that something is good in an ethical sense, right? Yes. Like, it, or it's the right thing to do. We, we, we sense that we sense that that's true or that, that it is good. A uh, summer breeze but we can't with define your best gal. It. A summer breeze with your best gal is or good. Your worst Let's gal. say it's, it's an, ex- or, or even your worst gal, whatever, your but it's, it's a gal. good, it's an example. It's example. Stop, stop. It's an example <laughs> of something that's good. Yeah. But it's not. But it's not good because it feels good. It's not good because of the situation. It's not good because of anything. It's good because of something that we can't access. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so so that's something that he's saying. He's ba- hmm. so his main argument here is basically saying that things that are good or right or just or whatever uh, are there. They have that quality not based off of any sort of like natural uh, uh, consequence. It's not because it feels good. It's not because, you know, you're checking the box on like a duty that you're supposed to have or uh, that it's not good because the consequences meet a certain criteria, right, that exists in the outside world because that that criteria doesn't exist in the outside world. It, it just it, it's good. We don't know why. Basically, it's kind of a form of skepticism almost. Okay. Interesting. So he has this weird skepticism about uh, about ethical value value judgments. So not just ethics, but value judgments are things that you deal with in uh, ethical theory, in aesthetic theory. So like what makes art art? What makes good art good art, right? My um, involvement. That's what, I, that's what I tell people. <laughs> sure. Sure. Well, if, if only it were that easy. Yeah. But he has so he has a very almost opposite take on uh, issues of like scientific and epistemological uh, theory of like what is real, what is true in like a in like a neutral sense, like not what is right or wrong, but what is true or false. Okay, and here's the 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 best I think the best example of G. E. Moore is his argument. This is how he's like the the. Uh, champion of common sense okay is he comes up with a very novel critique of um of skepticism okay of like what is true what is false and what can we believe uh you you know obviously uh from what we've talked about uh the idea of the um what's it called the brain of the vat right what, how do we know if we exist how do we know if the outside world exists okay yes. So G.E. Moore, Moore has this argument uh, that contradicts the, skepti- the skeptical argument that there is no outside world, right? Or sort of the, uh, you know what solipsism is? Do you yes. know what the idea of solipsism is? The belief is? that you're the only person okay. that actually a, exists. The, yeah, that your experience, you know, so more specifically, it's more, it's uh, that your experience is the only experience that exists. And I, f- okay? I fully believe and that. there's that. nothing else out there. Okay, well, here's his argument against that. <laughs> His argument against yeah. that is well. So first of all, you're kind of laughing at that. Well, just Why are you because laughing? Because I at said that? that's because I I said something to the effect of that's my worldview, or I believe in that. Just the idea. So you, of me being the only person that means I created everything in reality. 
Yeah. So that's and, why I was so, laughing. The idea so of me creating something. Do you think? Do you think that's? Do you think that's ridiculous? Um, I do. Uh, however, there's no way to disprove it, which is infuriating. Okay, so he he comes up with an uh, with a way to disprove it. Oh, interesting. <laughs> oh shit! Wait, isn't that weird? Okay, yeah. Isn't this weird? Because a lot of this. This is. is one of your main critiques. This is one of your main critiques of philosophy is that they don't. For we've been doing this. We've been doing this for thousands of years. Yeah. And we were, and we haven't figured we haven't figured out anything. No, okay. And I don't even know if we're close so to figuring this is, out anything. So I don't. I wouldn't say that he definitely comes up with a legitimate way to prove this, but he comes the closest to anyone in two thousand years. Okay. okay, and he does it like this, and this is this this might piss you off. Oh, great. <laughs> okay, so he says the argument is the outside world doesn't exist. The only thing that exists are our own ideas, our own thoughts, jumbling back in our own heads. It's just ideas. It's just ideas. It's nothing but ideas. Okay? And he, he comes up with this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> with the, he comes up with this argument that counters it. He says, you want proof that the outside world exists? Yeah, I do. Here you go. Here you go. He goes, here's one hand. And here's the other. There's two things that exist outside of my reality. Therefore, external reality exists. Okay? And a lot of people are like, well, that's kind of bullshit. And he goes, no, it isn't. Because what are you more convinced of right now? Are you more convinced that you're holding two hands out in front of you? Or are you more convinced that... It's a simulation holding two hands in front of you. What are you more convinced of? The hands. The hands. Yeah, I mean, it's, the hands. it's a fair he point, says, I suppose. But. He says, so it's it, it kind of goes counter to the entire like log- logic of Western philosophy. It's more of a brute force, almost fascist way of proving it. Yeah, I, I, it's <laughs> where he goes, where he goes, he goes, listen, I'm holding out two hands. So, yeah, you can still keep arguing that we're making this up. But my entire being is convinced that these are my fucking actual hands. Yeah. Right, I'm banging it against shit, right? Like in here, like I'm, yeah, I'm banging it against shit. Like it's making noises. It fucking exists. This shit fucking exists, dude. It it seems so. Why do you think it's a fucking simulation? Maybe it's a simulation that the bangs that that I'm hearing are a product of the simulation, but really, this is more real to me than than ever than anything. So. I'm a little underwhelmed uh, because as, it's a little underwhelming. He saying, but but he this is where this is where he's sort of. But is he saying like well, go? He's saying I have hands, right? Uh huh. But uh, is he is he saying hands specifically because they're physically part of his body? No. No, no, no. It could be anything. Okay, that's what it I was be anything. Gonna, that's what I was yeah. It's anything. Yeah. Okay. No, it's not just about his hands. He's talking about two objects. There are these objects that exist. 
yeah outside of his own perception so like when you're asleep when you're asleep you're you don't know that your hands are there but your hands are still fucking there mine are right you don't know you don't know that they are but they are i'm pretty sure they're they're still there (laughs) um Okay, because what, what what I was wondering is if he was saying the reason I asked about the physical part is I'm asking could he also say this is a bottle of water that I'm holding it exists therefore could he say something it's, like it's that so, sort of so, so it's sort of like that so now what he's doing is this thing called modus tollens okay sounds which like is, he's begging which the is question sort of a it's <laughs> the thing you always accuse so me of close. Being, yeah. It's it's a little close. It's weird. He's skating. He's skating the edge. <laughs> wow. Of begging the question. He's a little bit. He's a little, a little, un poquitito. He's a little bit begging the question. Sí. Okay. He's a little bit begging the Me question. See? See? <laughs> but he's but he's also but what he's doing is he's inverting the whole skeptical argument on its head because the skeptical argument is is saying basically that like. Uh, we see these things. We can't know that they exist. Therefore, we don't know that they exist. He's saying he's taking the opposite side of the argument. He's saying, shut up. We know that they exist a little bit. It's a little up, bit guys. that it's a li- it's a it's a little it's a little bit. Shut the fuck up. It's a little bit this. It's a little bit like, look, not only do I have to convince you that I believe my hands exist outside of me, <laughs> but you you also believe that my hands exist outside of me and that your hands exist outside so of me there. because you because you work you you navigate this world every single day every single minute every single second you navigate this world as if you believe that these hands exist you're holding your microphone right now i am right you're holding your microphone as if as if your hand can hold a microphone it can. that implies that you believe that, beli- that that implies that you believe that your hand can hold a microphone and that implies that your hand exists so you're he, so he's going not from he's going not from uh what might exist to what you can know he's going from what you do know to what can exist so he's completely flipping the script completely flipping the script hmm. In a very important way, in a way that people are only now <laughs> starting to really realize. Oh, weird. And here's the la- here's the last thing that I'll leave you with too. Uh, <laughs> so he, him, and uh, he had a very fraught relationship with my main man uh, Ludwig Wittgenstein, because really? when Wittgenstein was like when Wittgenstein was like in his early third. When Wittgenstein was like in his early 30s, we discussed this in his uh, in we discussed this in um, the Wittgenstein episode. But when Wittgenstein was like in his early, like early 30s, and G.E. Moore was way older, he was like 15 years older, so he's like you know f- fucking 45, almost 50. Uh, Wittgenstein calls him calls him an idiot, ah! <laughs> like like publicly, <laughs> like publicly says your philosophy is stupid that and you're an rules. idiot. <laughs> That's so tight. Hey. You're actually an idiot. And they, and they didn't talk. They didn't talk for 12 years. Jeez. <laughs> they were really mad at did each other. Did they make other. up or they did one like, of them die? They, 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 they made up. Good. They ended up making up. Okay. They made up like this, a very weird, important oh, way. No. Um, G.E. Moore was, uh, he was focused on this idea of like how do 
prove the existence of the external world, okay? And he wrote all of these papers about it. And it all circled on this argument that he had that is very simple, but also in a lot of people's minds is very bullshit, but it has its points to it, which is, you know, here's one hand, here's the other. That's a very important line from him. He says, here's my proof of the external world. Here's one hand, here's the other. Therefore, an external world exists. That's the whole argument. And then there's like a lot of analysis of that afterwards, right? Um, So when he came out with this argument, Wittgenstein came to meet him. And this is when G.E. Moore was already dying of cancer. (laughs) Okay. So like just in the the nick of time, they they rekindle their relationship. Um, And... Wittgenstein shows up at his house unannounced because he's one of those kind of assholes uh, who just yeah, shows up shows unannounced. Up. Yeah, he's just one of those guys who's like, I need to talk I think to back, you. I think back uh, then <laughs> you could do that and get away with it. But now, nowadays, there's just there's so many tools of communication that it's unacceptable. So here's – yeah, yeah, because yeah, th- there wasn't texting or anything. There's barely phone calls, right? Uh, here's the thing. He kind of didn't get away with it because he got to go and meet with uh, G.E. Moore – uh, Ludwig Wittgenstein, they, they were hanging out, they were talking, uh, talking about this, and they were getting into a very heated discussion. Um, they, had made, they had made amends, and they're like, fine, they're like bros cool. again. But they still had their differences philosophically about like, how to deal with this situation. As philosophers do. And, and, and here's what's Birdie funny. Then. Sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> but Wittgenstein so knew he was Ben burped like quietly to himself and like was about to keep talking and he just looked like he was so ashamed of himself. It's not a big deal. And, and you're bringing it out now and you're just talking yeah. about it now. <laughs> Which is funny like that you would be embarrassed but I don't know. It was just so funny, you know? Anyway, no one could see listen. your face but I brought it up. This is this is you know? <laughs> Okay, this is the cool part. This is the cool part, and I'm going to end it with this. So Wittgenstein knows he's dying of cancer. And when he shows up unannounced at the guy's house, the dude's wife, Dorothy, uh, G.E. Moore's wife, uh, who called him Bill, uh, says, uh, okay, you get get a half an hour with him because you can't excite him, all right? He's he's very weak. He's dying of cancer. You can't talk to him the way you normally talk to him because he's – very weak or don't whatever, excite right? bill and he's um, like who the fuck is bill and he's like who the fuck is bill? and he's like i'm german like why I... <laughs> he's like speak german so, i can't speak yeah, somebody english tells me, <laughs> somebody tells me that because uh, never really learned english very well he learned it like he learned it all yeah. right but he never really learned english I just, that I, well it's like my grandfather the, yeah <laughs> the germans you know I, I haven't done a full you know uh study of uh, of the german people but they don't strike me as people who are into nicknames you know what i mean <laughs> not really <laughs> like why his name is george we will call him that like why you call him bill we will call we will call him george <laughs> that is his De- name Georg in german the end yeah <laughs> um so he goes he shows up at fucking his place uh his wife is like you got half an hour you got half <laughs> yeah. an hour and and i'm and i'm kicking you out uh, and so he goes in there, and of course he just becomes like fucking Wittgenstein. He's like really intense for like thirty minutes, while he can she can hear she can hear the two of them screaming at each other. Oh my god, at each other. guys! <laughs> so they're screaming at each other, and then and so after she's like looking at her watch, and she's like thirty minutes. She goes in and she ushers Wittgenstein out, and she's like, "You're you're done. You're out. <laughs> you're done." Uh, and 
and GE Moore is shouting at him as he's leaving. He's like, you fucking twat. You fucking what? You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then... And then Wittgenstein writes writes a a uh, a what's called basically like a response to G. E. Moore's whole argument, and the book is called Uncertainty. <laughs> That's Lord. the name of the book. It's called Uncertainty. What a what a yeah. German fucking uh, and name for a book. Guess how big the book is. Uh, guess how long it is. Two hundred pages. Because. 200 pages? No. It's like 75 pages. Oh. It's like this big. No, it's, it's a little guy. <laughs> it's a little guy. Yeah, you can read it in it's an like afternoon. It's my nephew. It's just um, a little guy. But it's entirely in response to G.E. Moore's argument about here's one hand, here's the other. And here's the funny thing. Fucking Wittgenstein dies in 1953. G.E. Moore dies in 1958. So still, G.E. Moore survives. Oh, him. good. <laughs> I'm glad. Oh, the guy sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Wittgenstein, Wittgenstein dies of prostate cancer. <laughs> and then I think G.E. Moore just dies of a heart attack surrounded by loved ones. So, <laughs> Man, I guess the real lesson that we're learning is that death uh, comes for us all. It, does, it comes for us all. And G.E. Moore proved the existence of the outside world. Way to go. Which is, which is, which is pretty tight. Yeah. That's that's one of the big things. That's one of the main ones that we've been trying to solve. <laughs> one thing that there's that there's that there's a reality outside of our brains. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, well, wh- that's kind of a big that's one. Great. I love the idea. Well, it, what a human thing. Like, and I don't mean that in a good way. To be like, I have to prove that I'm not the only thing that exists. Like, fuck off, you fucking jerk. You know. Yeah, it's very selfish. Well, kind of, but I don't think that was his motivation. It wasn't. It wasn't like he was. I'll tell you he this thought though, he ben, was the only what thing. What is not selfish? It's just that. It's just, I think it was more like it was, it was more. Real quick, let me just get sure. this out. Real, real, real talk. Uh, it was oh. more him being like, I, I can't be the only thing that exists. Please God, please That's God, funny. make. Yeah. Make me I not the only, thing, the that only thing that exists. I, I just I can't be this alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what a fucking world. That's that it. We live. That's GE more. Well, I'll tell you something that I want more of. The best slippers you'll ever <laughs> put on your feet, folks. Kurgis is the place to go to if you need something sweet to. Put on your feet. That's right. Kyrgyz.com. K-Y-R-G-I-E-S-N-E-C-A-M. If you go that there can. to that website, there and only there will you find the greatest slippers that have ever existed and ever will exist. I am I'm very confident as far as that goes. They're made by an all-female art collective oh, yeah. in Kyrgyzstan. So, folks, if look, the good people of Kyrgyzstan, they've been making... Wool felt slippers for billions of years. Uh, at, at the time when uh, uh, Adam and Eve were in the garden, they found uh, an apple, <laughs> some fig leaves, and Kurgi's slippers. And uh, yeah. they are of the, 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 the best quality of anything that ever exists. Yeah. The, the, the best ilk uh, uh, of yes. production you can think yes. of. Speaking of ilk... Uh, you can <laughs> access the fifteen uh, percent discount, one five percent discount, uh, just by typing in 
I L K huh. at checkout. I L K, of course, stands for I learned nothing. I L K. I L K stands for I learned nothing. I L K stands for I learned nothing. We're, we're not going to make it easy for you, but <laughs> <laughs> look, these, these just remember, just remember, I L K. These guys are uh, terrible at acronyms, but they make a very good slipper. I think I think we can agree on that. There. Uh, I wear yeah. mine almost. I, I learned kerjies. I learned there you go. I learned kerjies. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know why it. I don't know why it just took now for us to realize because that. we're stupid people. <laughs> we're so dumb. Uh, so yeah, dumb. So, so do ILK at <laughs> checkout in the in the promo code. Do it in all caps. You get fifteen percent off, and you will continue to get fifteen percent off each and every order that you place. So if you realize, oh my gosh, that goes, it's, that goes for multiple orders. It's too. almost October. I need to get some slippers. I'm going to go to Kyrgyz.com. K. Hey. Y-R-G-I-E-S.com. <laughs> uh, and, and you realize later on, oh no, my friend Mildred also likes slippers. Too bad I can't use a promo code <laughs> twice. Oh wait, you can. Stupid. So order now. Do it. Order some slippers and put Damn them it. on and take a photo and send them to us on Twitter at Gristleporn, G-R-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N, at Pat Dean, P-A-T-D-E-A-N, on Twitter. Show us your slippers. <laughs> hashtag show us long... your slippers. That's that's the new hashtag we're oh, yeah. pushing. Let's do, let's do a hashtag, yeah. So show us, show us, show your, us your slippers, slippers God, that's stupid. That's what it's going to be. Hashtag show us your slippers, stupid. S-U... S U Y S S. Thank you. <laughs> I'm very OCD. I was really blanking. Uh, there. It's hard to explain, but I can figure <laughs> shit out like that. Like I, 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 I can't tell you the last person we did uh, a philosophy expert uh, show about, but I can figure that out very quickly. My brain um, works very well for things that do not matter at all. Uh, folks, thank you for listening uh, again. If you want more of this hilarity. Uh, five bucks a month. Uh, we'll give you an extra episode every single week, every month. And in those episodes, in those episodes, Pat flips the oh, script and teaches me something. Yeah, the last right. we've learned last time we learned about Fred Durst and our we've friend James about. was there. He's some guy. He's not a comedian. He's just some guy we know. He was there. Uh, we've discussed uh, uh, Australia's uh, war against uh, the emus, the which emus. is a totally That's a good real one. thing. Oh, we talked about. I think I'll put that one on. Well, I'll put that one on the uh, live feed. Yeah, every once in a the, while, the, the we, uh, we, we we put out. Um, I think that's a good yeah, one. We, we put out episodes uh, for, for free, just so people kind of get figure out what exactly it is. So uh, look out for that one. It's pretty funny, I guess. Uh, folks, uh, as always, uh, keep on thinking hard. The truth sucks. The sea is a bastard. And if you're not Catholic, you're going to, you're going hell. to hell. And here is the Sears Tower by Sufjan Stevens. <laughs> what? I was feeling I was feeling I was feeling in that mood. Where the hell did Sufjan Stevens come from? You know what? Just feeling some moods. No, I mean, right? I, I like them too. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a good yeah. song. I, it's a good I have, song. I have that record, so that'll be easy to do. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
Still I go 